Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good afternoon, St. Louis. DGS on KMOX. Happy Monday to you. Now we're supposed to have a snowstorm. I ordered, it, I ordered it to go away. I thought it was like, where, it was like Jeff Cove. Wasn't it? Know. It was supposed to be here, but over the weekend it moved. Good I job. Think yeah, good. Dave Murray just that. reads his phone. <laughs> <laughs> I dare you to say that to him today. Oh, I'm not afraid of Dave. <laughs> oh, we, we've said that to him Trust many times. Me. Trust me on that. That's come up many times. What's his reaction going to be? Let's predict. Uh, uh, in- defensive. Indignation. <laughs> like like you. How dare you? Like, like if there's Batman and Robin. Yeah, yeah. And if you're the contrarian. Yeah, yes. Then he, I don't know. It's hard to have an older sidekick than you, but. <laughs> <laughs> Batman had Robin was the younger sidekick and then his butler. Alfred. Alfred. <laughs> Dave Murray could be Alfred. Yeah. I get anxiety whenever Dave Glover and Dave Dave Murray. Oh, we've beef. gone at it. I get upset. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? I like oh, it whenever yeah. there's I peace see with the Dave. Oh, I've hung up on him. <laughs> you hung up on him? No, you have. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it. yeah. What did he say? He what called you... back and I hung up again. <laughs> Here's the thing. On on the air. Here's the thing. Dave Murray can be, you know, he's a he he can be a little difficult wow. if you if you call him out about the weather stuff, right? He. He feels very strongly in <laughs> so much drama uh, in what he in what he does, and well, you know. he he went to school for it. There's so a lot says. that goes into it. So <laughs> says. So wait, I've never seen a diploma. How do you call him out about the weather? Like, what do you say? Those aren't um, clouds. Remember when you said it was going to snow <laughs> and, it didn't. and then it didn't? <laughs> remember that time? And then and he just gets kind of. How it works? Del Nino. Just blame it on the models. Yeah, it's always the model. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. We got off on a bad uh, start, though. The first time I had him on, I'm like, "Dude, you have a big head." <laughs> and he goes, "What?" And I go, "Yeah, your head. It's like a container for a head, like something you'd keep a cello in. It's like you'd open up your head, a and dome. a normal head would come out." <laughs> that was really funny. And he was just like, <laughs> "Oh, he didn't like that. Didn't like it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Come on, it didn't is like hilarious. It. But I can see why he wasn't thrilled with it." <laughs> Well, I mean, he stayed on for 24 uh, yeah, years. Yeah, so. he got over it. Yeah, he got over <laughs> it. Although, you want to have a big head if you're on TV. It shows up oh, better. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It really? Kind of you look better. Yeah, look like really? It shows up at, better. It, and seriously, if you look at actors, really yeah. good ones historically have bigger heads because they just, it's, it's it appears on camera better. Because you don't want to be like a pinhead? Right. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> just, you to be I don't big. think you can say that anymore. <laughs> Bigger, <laughs> and, you know. Probably. Yeah. Look at Patrick Swayze's head, for example. He Massive. Had, he had a dome. Oh God, Did thing he was really? huge. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. That looks like Charm's blow pops walking down the street. <laughs> I did a fashion show once pretty early on, and it was at Frontenac, and it was really fancy because it was at Frontenac. And uh, we were in a dressing room, and people were getting pretty close to naked. Like, one of the Fox 2 ladies was down to underwear. And I had no money. This is before I had, you know, signed any contract. I, I, I'm talking no money. And also, guess what else I didn't have? No underwear. Uh-oh. Because okay. daddy don't play. Oh. And I had to go like, oh, wait a second. I forgot my M&Ms. And so I <laughs> ran into the mall. And the cheapest underwear they had in front and neck was like $50 for three pair. I'm like, first of all, I'm going to need one pair deal. for 10 minutes. Yeah. Can I rent these? <laughs> Does anywhere at front and neck rent underwear? Uh, so, yeah. And they all had giant heads. All those TV people. Yeah. <laughs> It yeah. looks it looks right on TV. Yep. I always thought it was that. because, like, you know, Hollywood people, actresses are always so thin because they're so fit. And you're like, well, the camera yeah, adds 10 pounds, too. so they have to lose weight. So they have normal heads but thin bodies. How am I? I've never heard of this. This is amazing. But there's yeah. actually articles about oh, yeah, it. Yep. Yeah, no, it's a real thing. Oh. Your little head gets lost. You look beady. That's right. That's why mm-hmm. I never made it in Hollywood, probably. Probably it. Oh, yeah. Your head is so small. Have a little head. <laughs> and then as you age, it gets smaller. You look like an apple head doll, right? <laughs> apple. apple head doll? Yeah. An apple head doll. Never seen those? I don't think I'm so. Googling That's the only kind now. of dolls we had. <laughs> oh, wow. These out. are quite interesting. <laughs> right? Do they shrivel up? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Look like Beetlejuice. You appreciating me a little more now, Rach? Yeah. This is like a rag doll or something. Hey. This is like in my... <laughs> Take that back. <laughs> in my wheelhouse. Uh, Okay, oh let's get it over with. Let's talk about my my worst day of the year. I I've just become such a Super Bowl hater, such a Super Bowl mm-hmm. denier. It's become a part of me now, and uh, <laughs> we are doing it at lunch. And I was trying. I'm all you know. <clears throat> Hey, you know what was good? Tom Petty. Tom Petty could really... <laughs> Where's Tom Petty? He's dead. No, bring him, bring, bring him back. <laughs> Why just, do you hate the Super Bowl? Because I hate anything that is overdone. Mm-hmm. I typically don't like people who are super extra, right? I don't like... Uh, <laughs> it, it just, and so to, that is the very definition. And there's there's no going back, evidently. So we're, I guess we're just going to keep going until we hit a singularity. We start a new timeline because it, everything. It's it's at first it was just the game, and then it was oh we're going to do a pregame too, and so I went to see my mom on Saturday about Saturday eleven a.m. And I said, what are you doing? And she said, oh, I'm watching the Super Bowl pregame. And I'm like, oh, man, mm-hmm. it's time to call the guys with the white clothes and the nets. Mm-hmm. And uh, sure enough, she was watching the Super Bowl pregame on Saturday. It was on all day Saturday. And NFL so, Network, ESPN? I who the hell knows? Yeah. No, I think Channel 4, it, it, I think CBS right. had programming. Oh, right. did they? Yeah. On Saturday? Yeah. I so, yes, it is, it is my problem. I am the one in the wrong because people are just having a good time with football and Usher and Patrick Stewart commercials, and I'm the, I'm the one missing out because I just think it's also overblown and dumb. Do you know what my, uh, with the exception of the game itself, the play on the field, what bothers me about Super Bowl the day of is that everything is so rehearsed. 
Yeah. Yeah. Just every second of the was day. This, was this the first year that the guys, like uh, the football guys, the, the guys doing the, the pregame, I tuned in because I didn't want to tune in too very early. The very first thing I saw was them go, hey, we have a breaking story. And then they went into a Pizza Hut live endorsement. Yeah, yeah, they do all that stuff. Oh. If, yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, the whole, from a guy I, who makes his living doing live endorsements, but I don't want to see you do live endorsements. Well, not like that. Not not, <laughs> not when it's like being that. foisted upon you in that way. Then they're like, "There's a there's a phone call." And it's like Intuit Tax Service yeah. or something. Uh-huh. Like, is any like, of this real? You? Yeah, yeah. I, it's it. That's my biggest complaint about the Super Bowl. Everything is that it's just too much. It's too corporate. And I don't know about you, Ron. I mean, I, we're both in that sports world for our entire lives. I don't tune in. I don't turn on a football thing until five thirty, when the game is. And then even then, it was another twenty something minutes of, yeah. you know, we got to honor this guy and that guy, and we got to do four songs. And God, oh my God, so just honoring kick people. Off. I started watching at four thirty, and I thought, okay, oh, I, I, it's, it's too done. much. It's too much. And I started watching Suits. So, <laughs> and then I came. And then I yeah. came back to for so kickoff. This is, this is my Super Bowl Sunday was baseball coaching in the morning. Some video games for a few hours leading up to when I had to go pick up food. Picked up food, got back, 5.30. I'm thinking, and I knew, you know, I mean, we we know. They're not starting at 5.30. We know it's going to be 20 minutes right. of nonsense. But that's it. I'm not turning on the TV before 5.30. I think when it comes to, like, the clutch performances, because you have 300 million people watching this. Um, and I know even, like, with musicians, they'll lip sync and all of this. But I think the biggest, like, highest pressure performance was Usher roller skating because I would not roller skate in front of 300 million people. I was so impressed with that. that was what if you were stuff. good at it, though? Do you think Usher's so good at roller he's skating? He's a good dancer. He apparently was. He's a good dancer. It's so still he's... roller skating. It's oh. hard. And you're on the Super Bowl stage? I don't know. I could not believe they were doing flips and landing <laughs> on skates. That was crazy. One of the strippers <laughs> fell off the pole. Did there were strippers? There weren't strippers. Yeah. Amy, they weren't strippers. They were dancers. Well, they were considered to be strippers. They were stripper Amy's poles. Amy's like, they were, they were, they were sexy very... ladies on poles. They, they <laughs> took off okay. their coats to reveal clothes. So they're strippers. <laughs> they weren't strippers. They were, there were just ladies on poles doing lots of straddling moves. Pole dancers. And anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, my mom's like, listening right now, Amy. <laughs> Amy's like, I'm judging <laughs> them all. Shamey is back. Nobody. Shamey. Wow. I Dude, say so fell off the pole one more time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how things work at the Mason Jar household. <laughs> hey, speaking of Shamey, did you uh, did you tell him what you said about Andrew last week? Yeah, we're doing the show last week. <laughs> Look at Andrew, poor Andrew. I know. Andrew's I'm, like, what's coming now? Ready to be it's heard. not bad. And I read a story about a guy who attacked his roommate. I think. Killed his roommate over a stolen Taco Bell. And Amy says, was it Andrew? Yeah, that's hurtful. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty mean. That's the kind of thing that yeah. hurts your feelings. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty mean. Amy's over here is like, it wasn't bad. Here's Dave. Your head looks like it's a container for another head. See, it's got to be funny. I'm the bad one. Yeah, that's the thing. It's got to be funnier than it's mean. Yeah, that's the thing. It's got to be a joke. (laughs) Nobody cared about the non-stripper dancer falling down. And Andrew loves Taco Bell. That's, and you think you killed somebody right. over it? Oh no! Don't think we don't see the math of it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, got yeah. Me, you got me dead to rights on that one. 
how come in the Super Bowl, why do they need like eight people on a panel for 30 seconds Whew. of commentary? That always like, stresses me out because then they're looking yeah. at each other like pointing like, are you going to go next? Are oh, you it's so go funny. Next? Yeah. The, it's the halftime thing, right? Because you know you've got a long halftime show and they're like, we've got to get all seven of our guys on there and we each have to have a take. And, <laughs> and you've literally talked about it for two days. Oh my God, I know. Already. And, and did they not work out like who's going to talk when ahead of time? Because like probably Rachel's did. right. They're all like pointing to yeah. each other like, like are you going to it's also useless, right? Like 20 seconds of your thoughts on a Super Bowl is not yeah. telling us anything. Just don't do it anymore and go right to the halftime show. Oh, guess what? Someone almost got me in trouble today. Hmm. Uh, let me guess. Me? Who is that? Because it was you. Oh, what did I oh do? Rachel. You know what I'm talking How come we can about? never remember what we're talking <laughs> What happens whenever you call me out on the show? Do you remember when the kid uh, was kept in North Korea because he pulled out a poster or something <laughs> oh. like that? Yes. So we are going to the, the coffee Ohio place. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Going to the coffee place. And there's the KFC drive-through, and there's a big, obviously very expensive KFC poster, but it's fallen down on one side. Oh. And uh, this one over here, she goes, "Let's take it." Oh, I just thought, "Let's oh. take it." And I'm like, "Dude, I'm not going to Colonel Sanders jail. I'll tell you that, for <laughs> Rachel." It was falling to the ground, and they weren't, you know, fixing it. So I thought, what a great decoration it would be for our office. It would be like Let me tell it you would guys just something. play into our KFC image. Let me tell you guys something. Dave went, so the coffee shop downstairs is part art gallery. We all know this, but the audience might not. Uh, the art, Dave has purchased two absolutely gorgeous pieces from the art gallery that are currently in their office. They haven't been, we haven't gotten around to hanging them up yet, but they're really beautiful. It's really doxing me on this <laughs> one, isn't it? Yeah. Really beautiful art pieces. And I guarantee you that KFC poster would have been hung up before the doubt. You just, you just, you just like thumbtack that yeah. one to the wall. It's not, not like it's not wrong yeah. about that. Were you the one who bought two guys fishing? <laughs> no, I no. Oh, God, I wanted that one so I bad. Know. We messed I up. Wish. You guys <laughs> really, it would have been like fifty bucks each to buy that. Oh, one. you guys <clears throat> missed your opportunity to have your favorite painting of it. Two guys fishing. Then you could have you could have commissioned an artist to paint your faces into the guys' faces. Like RFK Junior. Just a couple of guys. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Chris Fishing. In fact, I may, I may do that with the artwork I already bought. <laughs> Look, I know this is an abstract, but can you just make it two guys fishing? And could you make it these two guys? <laughs> well, did I tell you? I'm not going to. Oh, hang. come on. I when I first saw the title of it. Yeah, I did I not think it said guys. I know. <laughs> I know. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Oh, it says guys. <laughs> we all thought the same thing. <laughs> I wanted that painting so bad. <laughs> We're talking about uh, where's the snow, you know, supposed to be all snowy. And this morning I was watching the local news. Local news makes interesting decisions. So uh, they were reporting that we weren't going to get the snow that we we're going to get. But they were showing B-roll of times that we have had snow. Oh. And it's like when there's a story about smoking and they're always showing people up close smoking like, oh, thank God, I didn't know what smoking was. Right. Or if it's weight loss, those poor people wearing like banana yellow uh, yeah. uh, slacks walking away with big fat butts. And they're like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, thank God. Now I know what obesity yeah, means. Yeah. You know what? That's a good point. They do always show. They always. From away. the waist down. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I was so bad. That somebody. And that someone could. 
could have been me, right? Yeah. I always wonder about those people if they're watching the news going, hey, hey that's my ass. Hey, yeah. that's me and Martha. We went to the tea room. <laughs> or just like the realization, like, look at that huge ass. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's or, me. Oh, my God. Like, what if they've lost 50 pounds, right? What if they were bigger and then yeah. they're like, so obesity is rampant. Here you see some people in the West End. You're like, uh. <laughs> but yeah, this morning they were, show- yeah. they were showing them plowing St. Louis roads. And I'm like, what if you just got up in your bleary eyed or, or what? If, like my mom, you know, who you know, she's 96, and she and she's like, oh my god, it snowed. Mm. No, we don't, and we don't need the guy on the side of the road with the ruler. No matter how much it snows, I don't need you standing out there, yeah, sticking the ruler in the damn snow and being like, yeah, that's what, it's, yeah, yeah. You know what B roll I got? I'm really tired of uh, mosquitoes. The close up of the mosquito bite B roll. And then also any type of shot where it's like, oh, yeah, and it's flu season and mm-hmm. they just do the shots over and over again. But the mosquitoes are even more offensive because they're just heinous. Any uh, sports aspect of the game you guys want to talk about? We have Ackerman, by the way, coming on 230. Mm-hmm. Mostly Cardinals, but we'll, we'll talk a little Super Bowl yeah. too. But you guys were just talking about it off the air. Yeah, a couple. I mean, just a couple of things. I mean, to me, the, the takeaways, like, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is probably the best player to ever play quarterback. Ooh, that's a big statement. I'm not talking about because of Super Bowls either. Yeah. Because I don't believe we give individuals credit for team achievements. I'm saying those Super Bowls are the result of him being the best ever. That team, that offense had no business winning a Super Bowl. I mean, it was basically two dudes. But... I've never seen anybody who can do everything as a quarterback that he can do. He can rip off a 50-yard run. He mm -hmm. can throw it 100 yards in the air. He can throw running the opposite direction, throw a laser. Yes. I mean, Brady was amazing, but Brady couldn't do what Mahomes does. He could not do it. Mahomes plays the way we played when we were kids in the field. Yeah, yeah, Sandlot. But it's also he's also good at the the mind, like the intelligent stuff too, right? He's not just out there freewheeling. But that's why I think he's the best ever because he can handle any circumstance. If he has to run, he can run. Tom Brady couldn't run. He could, if he if he had to run, he's down. He's sacked. It's done. The play's over. Yeah. But if you look at Mahomes, no matter what's happening, he has a counter move. And I'll say this about Brady in the first six years of his career. It. It always had that feel of, I can't believe this guy's doing this. <laughs> but with Mahomes, it's totally believable. Yeah. Like, that he's this good six years in. He's won three times already. It all makes sense, and it feels like there's another 10 years of this happening. Oh, he's 20, He's 28. Like he, he could very easily play to 40 and win eight. You know, if he doesn't suffer some, some kind of injury... Right. Um, it just feels like the beginning, and he's already won three. It's I mean, totally different than Brady. Who's won the most? Brady has won out. Brady's got yeah, seven. Yeah, Brady's got Brady. the most, yeah. But, it, and again, it's it's some of it is numbers, okay? But he doesn't have the numbers that Brady, because he played yeah. a third of the career. It's just about the uh, the overall ability to play yeah, the position. He's exciting. The brains, the arm strength. There, nobody's had a stronger arm. I mean, and mm-hmm. speaking of his teammate, Rachu fell out of love a little bit. Yeah, I had this like crush on Travis Kelsey, a celebrity crush. <laughs> and uh, was it the post game like thing? It was the, yeah. the yeah. Say, singing Viva Las Vegas. As soon as they opened their mouths, <laughs> yeah, I was oh. like, oh, never mind. Smart. Yeah, he's kind of a himbo. They cut to her. <laughs> They cut to Taylor, and she had this look on her face like, oh, no, what have I yeah, done? Like, like and, But then after he that, she's smooching him. He's okay. up there like Hulk Hogan, like, listen, brothers. Here's the meanest thing it? I'll say. Wait a second. Here's the meanest <laughs> thing I'll say. 
Because how dare I tell someone how to enjoy something, Mm -hmm. much less being the most famous person in the world, watching your boyfriend play at the Super Bowl. But every time they showed her crew... Uh, 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 cheering and stuff. That looks like the way I would cheer if I were at a cricket contest <laughs> and didn't know what anything meant. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they were totally. just so completely over the top about every single thing. Yeah. Go ahead. No, that's it. I- That should be his Howard Dean moment. Oh, that's, yeah, that's that, like you're done. That should be it. <laughs> oh, you, he should you, be forced to retire. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 135 DGS coming up at 2 p.m. We have our friend Colonel Jeff McCausland from CBS who's going to talk about uh, former President Trump and what he said about NATO, which was insane. I don't know how, I don't know, I mean, we go back and forth with our, our Trump-loving listeners and I love them, uh, but I don't know how anyone's okay with that. I don't know how that's not a bridge too far for, for everyone. But, but we'll leave that uh, to 2 p.m. This may have been my last Sunday watching the Sunday shows. And I talked about this last week, how tired of the gaslighting I am. And that's really what it is, that uh, it, I don't feel like I learn anything. I just learned what lie you're going to tell me. Like they had Mayorkas on and I'm one of those I'm one of those people that I don't think he should be impeached because he's just taking orders. You know, I mean, you don't impeach people just taking orders. Just, you know, vote out the president or what? what just dumb, whatever. But then they asked him about uh, the mental fitness of Joe Biden. And you obviously he smart guy. He was ready for it. He's like, oh, let me tell you something. I've never seen him sharper. I've just, I've never, and it's like, really? 
So behind closed doors, there's a version of Joe Biden that's like uh, a combination of uh, quantum computer and Superman. <laughs> and then like the reverse, like the WB frog, when we see him, suddenly he can't put two sentences together. Like, shut up. That You know that that's not true. Mm-hmm. And then this is a little bit in the weeds, but he said uh, they were he was asked about the stay remain in Mexico policy. That shouldn't even be a policy. They're just in Mexico and we can make them remain. You follow me there? Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, this shouldn't even be a big deal. Like, well, Donald Trump genius had to remain in Mexico. If they're in Mexico and we don't let them in. It is by default a remain in Mexico policy. (laughs) How am I the only one seeing this? And then Mexico has the option of either letting them into Mexico or not. But if they let them into Mexico and we don't let them in, they remain in Mexico. Should I run? (laughs) I think you should. You might as well. Pete. You mean for president, right? I thought you meant like for exercise. Either way. (laughs) (laughs) Either way. You know, I'm, actually I'm always fascinated too. Like, wh- why would you even ask someone in that position about their boss's state of mind? Right. What do you expect? Like, what are they going to say? What do you expect? Like, it's a wasted question. It's wasting time. Ask him about what he can actually talk you know about. What was well, you have to ask. No, you don't. Even, even if you're going to get that kind of answer, you have to ask. You know, because like the it's doctors ask you if you do drugs or do you do, like on the TSA, like, did you bring any drugs and guns? That seems like an obvious question. Just, you know you're not going to get an answer. You're going to get what you got, which is, well, of course he's sharp. He's my boss. He could fire me. I'm going to say that he's the smartest guy in the universe. It was honestly haunting. They showed clips of him from 2018 and 2019. That is not that long ago. No. And he was a different person. Now, look, I know how aging works, right? Uh, so, you know, five, six years can make a big difference, but it was night and day. The 2018 guy... I have no problems with. I'll I'll vote for that guy. Here, here's where I have doubt. It. He's been president for three what three plus years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, just a little over three. I feel like if he were in private settings, uh, presenting the way he presents publicly, we would have heard about it by now. You because it's not like he's meeting with nobody. He's meeting with Republicans. He meets with other people. You would have heard at least directly or indirectly or sources say or this person, whatever. Stuff like that tends to get out. And the fact you don't really hear that makes me wonder if maybe maybe in private settings he's perfectly fine. I don't know. I'm, I mean, I watch him speak and I think, oh, it's probably rough all the time. But don't you think you would have in three plus years heard more than one story about, man, I was talking to this guy and he is gone. He's absolutely gone. I think you would I, because there'd be people dying to get that out. Yeah, but I mean, I think part of the problem is they're telling us without telling us because he has been the most protected president when it comes to public availability. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm talking Nobody about privately. Is, no, I understand, privately. but there's a reason they're protecting him. And they're not doing it because they think he's just fine. And I don't think Biden is privately meeting with Matt Gates and Marjorie <clears throat> Taylor Greene or a lot of people that would be the first ones to jump on that bandwagon. If he is meeting you know, with Republicans who would love to spread that rumor, I think he's probably meeting with some politicians who also know 
globally, foreign security, you can't say mm-hmm. the president is a goner. He's out there. And what bothers me is that something is going to happen. Like if he's reelected and, you know, in five years, I don't think he's going to be president for whatever reason. It's just he's he's ailing and it's obvious. And like you have um, Corinne Jean-Pierre saying, oh, he's never been sharper. Mayorkas, he's never been sharper. No, he has. Yeah. He has. We all know it. Now and we a know you're years, lying. Yeah. When he's not president or when all of this stuff comes out and all the books are written about how yeah. bad he was, you're just a liar. You know, I had a thought. I... Oh, and we did just have the special prosecutor. Yes. Say this, that in our yes. interviews, he did not. But he also contradicted be... himself in the report. Eh. Bill said it. You're scaring me a little bit. So you, you don't think that you didn't see Biden the other night and you weren't scared by that? I don't like it. I'm just I I I wonder if, again. I think a like lot if, like I like if he doesn't know what year he became VP or stopped being VP and he, he can't say within years. I would like to I would like was. to see I would like to see transcripts of it of the actual conversation and how it went. But even and just it, his press conference, like going for the yeah, anger, you're not going to get any argument from me. I'm, yeah, I'm talking about what privately when he's speaking to people and having conversations of importance. I don't doubt that he's better. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, he's probably more yeah. relaxed. Yeah. What I was going to say is, especially the gaslighting part of it, which is why I don't like the, the Sunday shows anymore mm-hmm. or or really the cable evening shows, because you just get a bunch of people lying. I've had way too much experience in my life with addiction and addiction makes people lie and addiction makes people gaslight. And I think that people are addicted to Trump and they will lie and gaslight when he says things like, where's Nikki Haley's husband? What's going on? Uh, I would tell Russia just to beat the crap out of, uh, you know, Poland if I needed to. And and people gaslight because they're addicted to Trump in the same way. And I'm looking at Chris. I'm not pointing at Chris like he's addicted to Biden. But people are taking up for Biden overly for the same reason. They are addicted to we can't have Donald Trump or we must have a Democrat president. Yeah. When you are addicted to something, you will do or say anything to keep it. And I'm, def- I'm not. I'm not yeah. addicted yeah. to Trump. I'm not addicted to Biden. I'm not I'm not addicted to anything politically. And that's why I can roam around cerebrally because there's really nothing that that frightens me. You feel me, Rach? Yeah, I do. And I'm wondering, I mean, this is not a gotcha question to Chris, but don't you think that when these allegations are floating around, they're so prevalent, don't you think the president should come out and kind of prove to us that it's wrong rather than us making speculation? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I and I'm not love, arguing against that. I would have loved to have seen him do a Super Bowl interview last Me too. night. Yep. I mean, I think I that would have been a, the perfect opportunity to clear some things up. I just worry that he can't clear it up. Yeah, no, I, well, I, I, I agree with you. And, tried. And, and, and Amy and I press conference was he tried mm. to clear it up. Do you think that was a mistake was, or you think they had to get him out there? Oh, he did. I don't think I think the staff was saying, please, no, please, no. And he had to they do, had to do something. They had to do something. But it You're would right. have been probably wiser to do a sit down interview with someone. Sure. Um, yeah. rather than a chaotic situation. Yeah. But then, though, if you're in the situation where that person's going to start calling you on things very detailed, yeah. you could freeze up in that spot, too. And I think that's the worry is, you know, when you're off the – like when you're meeting, let's say, just not on camera, not in the – not in the what's – the, what's their sitting room at the White House? You know, like off behind the scenes yeah. with another world leader. You're not there alone. You are surrounded by staffers that can hold your hand, that can help with information – I mean, when you're the president, you're not the only one talking in that setting, right? Let's talk to Tony on line one. Tony, thanks for calling. Go ahead. Yeah, hi. Uh, I've, I'm just going to make a comment. Uh, 
Uh, I know that it's tough to get somebody to say something about Biden um, who's with him behind the scenes, but he did recently have a conversation with, uh, well, it was, he had a comment made by Benjamin Netanyahu, who said he was really sharp and focused, and they've talked a number of times. So I do think there's a difference between Biden behind the scenes and when he's in front of everybody. The other thing to remember is, you know, he's a lifelong stutterer. And he is a little slow speaking, but my experience with stutterers, and I did have a father-in-law who was, they do speak slow because there is a cognitive uh, vocal connection that has to be made. If you remember the movie, uh, The King's Speech, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you you have to be fairly deliberate. I think that exaggerates what uh, some of the things that people see about Biden. But I, I don't disagree with anything that you're saying, Tony. But for me, and I've used this analogy before, if Joe Biden were my father or my grandfather, I look at it very different than if he's the leader of the free world and especially going to be the leader of the free world for the next uh, four years. And uh, while I do give him a lot of slack and a lot of grace for maybe he was nervous or maybe it's his stutter, I would encourage you guys, I saw it on Meet the Press, but I would encourage you to go back and watch those films from just 2018, 2019. Yeah. Because you forget. You forget. You forget with your own parents. Maybe you forget with yourself. Uh, I had forgotten how sharp relatively he was. Yeah. Tony's totally right about keeping that in mind. But we've watched his career for 40, 50 years, and there's a clear difference, like you said. Plus, again, are we really going to go by what a a global leader who is reliant on U.S. aid, what he's going to say publicly about the state of mind of person that he relies on? Yeah, no, that's what I mean. It's ridiculous. And if I think Trump is has such a specter over everything, a shadow over everything that people can't help but look at Biden through the lens of Trump as an alternative, where if you could remove Trump from the picture completely and go, who do you think would be sharper in a debate, Gavin Newsom or Joe Biden or Mitt Romney and Joe Biden? We would laugh. We'd be laughed off the stage if we said, oh, Joe Biden's just as sharp as Gavin Newsom or, or Mitt Romney or even George Bush, who wasn't the best speaker. We know that he would be absolutely trounced. And it's just because of the specter of Trump that I do think we're jumping through loops or just to try to make it be reasonable. I also feel bad for the guy. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel bad for him. 100%. He's a human being and he deserves to live out the rest of his life pleasantly. There are other people who can do the job. I believe him when he says that he's the best qualified. And on paper, he probably is. But uh, there are people who can do the job better than he can or as well. And he deserves to not be under this kind of scrutiny. And if he thinks it's bad now, what's it going to be like the next four and a half yeah, years? And I, I agree with, with Amy. I agree with you, Dave. It's just you, you can't have the conversation without talking about Trump because the choice is going to be binary. It's going yeah. to be those yeah. two guys. And we can't talk about the mental capacity of one without bringing up the mental capacity of the other. And I would absolutely prefer somebody else besides Biden run on the Democratic I, ticket. I still think they will. I think he's gone. I, I keep saying by by Valentine. I'm not by, by Valentine's Day. By St. Patrick's Day. Do you think he's in? Do you think he's out? Who thinks he's in and out? I have a hard time believing he's going to go out. Yeah, I think. I hope in. you're I, right. Yeah. Though I I, what you floated last week makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, I have no faith in it because I think Barack mis- has either visited him or is going to visit him. Mm-hmm. I, I, so. I don't know about yeah, I don't know about Barack Obama, but I agree with you about 
him being out because it's just not tenable. And I think right now no one's saying anything, but I bet it's like a beehive just yeah. like buzzing, trying to find something You got to do it sooner rather than later, man. Well, everyone knows how I feel about Donald Trump, but coming up at 2 p.m. we'll talk to Colonel Jeff McCausland, whose politics I don't know and hope never to. <laughs> uh, we rely on him for his military expertise, and he was chomping at the bit to talk about what Donald Trump said uh, over the weekend about NATO. I had not seen this one. This was uh, former president on Truth Social. I signed and was responsible for the Music Modernization Act for Taylor Swift and all other musical artists. Joe Biden didn't do anything for Taylor and never will. There's no way she can endorse crooked Joe Biden, the worst and most corrupt president in the history of our country, and be disloyal to the man who made her so much money. That's pretty good. Besides that, <laughs> the best part. Besides that, I like her boyfriend, Travis. <laughs> and even though he may be a liberal and probably can't stand me. <laughs> it's classic. It's classic. It's classic, this like, Donnie. This is like the, was it the uh, happy, happy 9-11, 9/11 and all the yeah. haters and losers, yeah. whatever it was he saw? Uh, yeah, happy September 11th uh, to the, or uh, on to this. The yeah, to the well, now we know why she didn't endorse Biden last night. He yeah. clearly yeah. shut yeah. that down. Wow, they so. had the moment. <laughs> Just Plus, like I it like was her, scripted. I like her boyfriend, Travis, even though he's probably a liberal and can't what? stand me. <laughs> Up there with uh, the, di- the the Coca-Cola company is mad at me. That's okay. I'll keep drinking that garbage. <laughs> <laughs> that's my personal that's my favorite. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's my personal amazing. favorite Donald Trump tweet. Hey, he knows what he likes. What he likes. Okay, but why do we think there. Travis Kelsey's a liberal? I don't know because he, he did money a Pfizer. From- yeah, vaccine. yeah, exactly. Yes, so I was never. Yes, I was never. And he's dating a Donald Taylor. Trump guy. Like I didn't watch The Apprentice. I knew who he was. Obviously, yeah, yeah. I hate to say this, but I have a feeling had he never ran for president, mm-hmm. if he were just like your crazy uncle, I would probably kind of look forward to <laughs> it. Would be funny. Yeah, I would. I would in a crazy sort of I way. I would yeah. like his crazy rants. <laughs> You couldn't make a Saturday Night Live character that's funnier than he is. It's that's just... what they, the guys from South Park said. They oh. said, how do you satire this? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's done for you. What do you do? All right, you guys go home. Thank okay. you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.